Welcome back to Wake and Movie Bros. <laughs> well, my cat hated that as much as you guys did. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's been a hot minute, but we're back. It actually really hasn't been that long. I think it's only been like a week or so. so not that bad. But, uh, yeah, we got stuff to talk about. Not a lot, but we got stuff. Actually, to be honest, it doesn't look like there's a lot of stuff here, but there is a, a lot, lot of, of stuff, stuff here. So um, that's mostly in tied to the fact that there is a shit ton of trailers that dropped. <laughs> so we're going to start with that, that's I think. Um, there's a lot to go over uh, type of thing. So that's where we're going to start with a good old trailer breakdown <laughs> um where do you want to start well let's just uh suicide squad well we had two no we talked about suicide squad trailer did we yeah uh did we we might not no no we had not no well let's not talk about that uh let's talk about the pg-13 version because honestly we can only afford to talk about one why i don't know because i don't want to talk about the other one why i don't like the other one but it's still two different types of promotional material. Okay, Zachary, tell me all about it. So when you look at both trailers, by the way, one trailer is obviously better than the other. We both agree on that point. We saw the better trailer in theaters out of nowhere. Um, but what I like about it, though, is that one trailer is describing what the story is going to be like, how the characters are going to be acting with one another, and also I feel is better how the comedy is going to be in the restricted trailer. What I feel the Rebellion trailer did better was it showed off all of our players, how they're going to be acting in the film. We got some power sets. Um, they didn't give away Sorrow like the other one did, which I kind of wish they just went with the first one and not gave away the giant multicolored starfish. Um, also, everybody's freaking out about that shot right there of him. Everybody's like, but that's not his power set. He's called Rip Apart. You can, he really rips apart. No, actually, it's not, a power, it's not his power set in the comics. But that's what his name is. I know, but they took it more literal than what the comic books do. It's what people were freaking out about. In a good way or a bad way? I mean, it was actually a mixed reception of how people felt. Can't it ever just be positive or negative? Can't it just be, you know, oh, that sucked or, hey, that was good. Hey, now everything's black and white. There's gray in the middle. Fucking Jedi. <laughs> and everything else in the world. But, um... I like both of them. I'm excited for the movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I I liked one or the elder. Um. Ultimately, my answer is going to say the same. This is a King Shark Harley Quinn movie, and I'm going to go see a King Shark Harley Quinn movie in the theaters. And that's just that. So this trailer could have been horrible. It was not. Uh, actually, when we walked out of Godzilla versus before Godzilla versus Kong even started, I looked at my brother and said, "That was it. That was worth it." And if the movie sucked, it's okay. Fun fact: the movie did not suck. <laughs> so, like everything was okay that day. But that doesn't always happen. No. So this was a good surprise yes. in case it didn't happen. Because like when the trailer started, like, "All right, here comes Suicide Squad," and we're gonna get no. That's not what. And also, know. like, I don't know, the aspect ratio was different. I just think it was just a well better made trailer. We also got to see Mortal Kombat in the trailer um, in the theater for the first time, mm -hmm. and seeing that on screen was like, sure. So, um, next one I talk about is Spiral. Zachary has no desire. What's he also won't be able to see it in theaters because he he, he will be housebound. 
I will I will go see Samo Jackson get get cut up. I will. <laughs> yes, I will. Will I want to watch that? I don't really know. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm I'm a little I'm a little hesitant, but I'm well, going off the Samuel Jackson part of it. Would you have what is your overall impression so far of Spiral? That this trailer looked a lot more like Saul than the last one. Okay. That was my impression. That they set out to make this one feel much more like a Saul movie. Because when I watched the book of Spiral and you told me it was a Saul movie, I looked at you weird, except for the homage to the first one with the, the hacksaw at the very end. And now Rock. we know that Saw 10 is currently going into development after this is made. So wherever this ends will lead into... Well, actually, they're supposed to be turning into an anthology, um, and so the characters of this one are not actually supposed to be carrying it over into the next one. It's supposed to be just taking place. It's kind of what they turned rest of Saul into. The first three Saul movies, fun fact about Saul, did not know, follow a coherent story. Only one character really falls out throughout most of them, but we don't need to talk about him. Three, like the main character of the first one is the same main character or relative to the main character of the next two films. And then they stopped doing that, and they just started grabbing people off random, like side streets, was essentially what they did. And then they're like, "You made this crime. I'm going to torture you in such a graphic way that you have to forgive me for it," type of thing. And so that's what they're supposed to be like spiraling, I guess, into. Um, Unless this does well and decide not to do, I continue the story forward. I don't know. Well, I'll let you know if it needs to. That that's also, I think, also the runtime is going to really help with this. If this is too long or too short. Ultimately, I know I'm going to be disappointed. Also, there's never been a Saw movie that was never unrated. So I know that I'm not going to actually get to see everything in its fullity until it comes out on DVD. What will you be happy with it for the wrong time? I would say probably like an hour and 45 minutes would probably be a solid one for me, personally. Hour and a half is never too long. It's never long enough for a Saw movie. Um, we've been down that road before, but because doesn't the pacing feel off? It does. Well, it's because every horror film tends to follow the formula of thirty minutes of setup, and so that's an hour worth of torture. Mm. Which I don't know to me, it just doesn't seem like that's an, there's too many characters that it doesn't set up the 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 plot right. I don't know. We'll see. Sure. Also, I'm not a huge fan of Chris Rock as an actor. I like him as a comedian, and so I'm a little nervous for that one as well. And Hermione Lodge also made it seem much more like a TV movie. Like this should be like airing on like HBO or Paramount or something, not it feels in like a miniseries more so than a movie. And also, I agree with you. I like Chris Rock very much as a comedian. Some of his acting, um, there, there, there's one we where we play like a com a comedian in real life that was really really good. But his serious acting in this, eh. it's fine. I'm still gonna go see it though. So ultimately. I don't think we're talking about a trailer today that I was like hesitant. I'm going to go see before I watch the trailer. The trailer was just like, let's go. Actually, there is one. We'll talk about it. Ooh. Do you want to talk about the Bad mm. Batch? Okay, you can talk about the Bad so Batch. So the Bad Batch is completely different than what we thought was going to be. So we thought the Bad Batch was going to be another, uh, just like a bunch of random short stories about the team uh, during the Clone Wars, which we now know actually is that this is going to be the origin of the Bad Batch. We see how they became Clone Troop 99. All the way up to Order 66, which we find out in the trailer that they did not turn. They were defective. Apparently, it's just part of their DNA, and that's how it didn't work out. But we see them with Rex. So I don't know if we get to see like further more of that story from Season 7, possibly, with Rex, because he looks different. Um, but the cool thing for me is that we get to see them fight other clones, and we can see how they react to that, because you know they're the, they're the renegades. They don't like to deal with people. 
and I have to kill their brothers. So I'm curious to see how they do with that. It, it looks fun. 70 minutes for the premiere. I'm happy. I'm waiting for more Star Wars. Give me more Star Wars, please. And a good one. I have no opinions of the Bad Batch. I think everybody understands my opinion about the Bad Batch by this point in time. Unless you're new here, the Bad Batch is my least favorite segments of Star Wars The Clone Wars. They pop up very briefly in that, but those that, that was very hard. That was very hard to watch. And um, so will I partake in the 70-minute premiere? Well, yes. Yes, I will partake in the 70-minute <laughs> premiere. Will I partake in other things past that 70-minute premiere? Well, if it blows me away, it will. <laughs> but if it doesn't blow me away, I will not. Yeah. I am not. I'm not afraid. I think 70 minutes is like three or four episodes of like a normal Clone Wars. Um, they're 20 minutes a piece, so that would. No, they're 30 minutes a piece. They're 22 minutes actually. They're 30. Um, the normal television ones, not Disney Plus wise, are. So we're going off Disney Plus wise, not the normal television. Well, I don't ones. remember exactly. They're like 26 minutes. Either way, either way, I'm giving enough time of my of my time. To know if I'm going to hate it or not is precisely the point. The animation looks cute. Um, you might leave during it. I don't know. Yeah, I might have a walkout. You know, that's cool too. I'm cool with that. What would you do? Walk out of your own bedroom? No, you'd be watching it out there and I'd just go in there and watch something else. A walkout. <laughs> uh, the next one I want to talk about is Black Widow. Uh, obviously, um, I just want to reiterate this. This is the movie I've been waiting for for 10 years. So, yes, now I... 11. And now 11. Oh, so sad. But it's true. Damn. Ouch. That would hurt. Okay. That I've been waiting for 11 years. So, yes, I'm going to reiterate this. I am I am not... I'm not not excited. I am over the moon. I am... Oh, my God. Why, why can't this come out in May? Seriously. 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 Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not. I can't get over it. I just, I just need it. I need it in my life. I can't wait to buy it on Disney Plus, which I sure we will. And then I'll even buy it off of Disney Plus because I sure we will. Uh-huh. I'll buy the Blu-ray. I'll buy it. Actually, I'll probably buy the Blu-ray and put the digital code inside my my thing. But besides the point, it doesn't matter. I will buy the shit out of this movie. I'm gonna go try to see this movie as many times as possible in theaters. This is the first movie that I can confidently say if I'm allowed to rewatch in theaters, I will rewatch. If it comes to my theater, I could be seeing it that whole weekend. And you know what? Who's not going to cry about that? But that's the important Me? thing here is you, is your theater that we're currently sitting in front yeah, of. Yeah, we will have to wait and see. I'm still waiting on Corella. Corella has not released any um, pre-sale tickets yet. So once they get all on the track, then we'll know if we're getting mm. any of these movies. Uh, we're, nothing <laughs> has come out about Cinemark yet. I'm sure they came to a deal. They Maybe not for Corella. Corella doesn't seem like it's going to be that big, splashy hit. But I would say for Black Widow, it's a Marvel movie. I'm sure they're going to come to a deal for it. I couldn't see why. If not, then I'll see it once in theaters. I'll buy it at Disney. I'll buy it at home, and I'll watch it every single day at home for four days. You know? I don't care. I'm, I love this. I love everything about this. This was a perfect trailer, in my opinion. It was the perfect way to end the trailers for this movie. I no, have I, a feeling there's going to be at least one no, more. No. I think it's going to be a minute long. I do believe, and I think it's going to be a whole bunch of reused footage. We don't need it then. What's the point? Because a lot of people, I'm gonna, I know this because I talked to a lot of people about Black Widow specifically because I'm so excited about it. A lot of people forgot it's coming out. So they need, they need That's it. That's why you have an ad campaign. You don't do another one. This That's, has now had four. If it does another one, be four. It doesn't need four. But they have to restart their ad campaign. For right. instance, I'm going to talk about this very briefly. Since we're talking about trailers, A Quiet Place Part 2 comes out at the end of May. Yeah, who knew? Not me. And they need to release another trailer um, 
and that's only because I didn't know it was coming out in May, and that seems bad advertising on my part. Well, see, I'm 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 on the other side now. Like, if a film's coming out, I don't know, like in November, or December, then yes, it needs another trailer. Absolutely, it needs another one. If it got pushed to that point, then it needs another one. Like Top Gun Maverick, now it got pushed to November. Therefore, it would require another trailer get for it to come out. We are now three months away from Black Widow. It does not need another one. I am perfectly content now with just seeing these 15-second ad spots come around with, 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 with reused footage. I do not need to see a, another reused footage trailer a minute That's you. Again. I'm talking about, like, for general public, I have a feeling we'll probably... Put this in theaters. You don't need it then. I'm I'm sure we will we'll probably... Why? We'll, one, I just, wasting money at that I point. literally just reiterated it. I'm going to reiterate it again. They have to start back up the ad campaign because the movie is now coming out. They're going to have to restart it up just like they were going to originally start it up right. a year ago. But if you look at it from a Disney's point of view, and I'm not talking about you know director or, or her. I'm talking about from your favorite side of the point, the money point of view. Yeah, the money they point. They already spent more money on the ad campaign than they need to. What is the point of putting together a literal minute-long trailer just to say once again, it come, let's, say the, let's say the trailer comes out in June. Okay. One minute, July 9th. Okay, great. We knew that a month ago. You know that a month ago. We are on we're on top of this. I'm talking about general public, Zachary. General public who do not know. How do I know they don't know? Because I'm around them 24-7. I work in a general public job where I talk about Black Widow like it's candy, like literally cocaine. I talk about it so much. So my my coworkers know it's coming. But but like for instance, I have a fan. I have a fan who is huge, huge like Marvel fan, okay? Gigantic, follows everything, had no idea this trailer even dropped. No one did. My, that's that's my point. She had no idea it's coming out in July. She had no idea it was coming out in May. She forgot the movie even existed. That's why another trailer is important. Because you have to re, you have to remind the audience, hey, this is coming. That's well, then, why we well, got then, another Corella, which well, is then, not on. Yeah. Well then, well, no, technically we've gotten two Corella trailers since the first one. That's what I mean. That's why they have to ramp up that ad campaign. That's not ads. That, that, that is that that's a that that is an ad. And that's why it's stupid. It's how you're that's, wasting your money. That's fine, Zachary. They're, I'm trying to look at it from your point of view when it comes to money purposes. And honestly, my I I personally think if they put out another trailer, I think it will probably help it do better. Also, for instance, Black Widow had to go up against Space Jam too, which uh, sorry, Black Widow. But so it didn't even trend, and so people weren't even talking about it. And so they want a date where they can just have it to themselves and release something, and then it will have it be talked about. I'm sure it will. The day they were, the, the, the next time they release their one minute Black Widow trailer, something bigger from Warner Bros. probably drop, or something bigger from Marvel probably drop. So I mean, so it's, it's, the it's not. It's the unfortunate fact now. Black Widow is no longer on under the under the restraint of nothing being in front of it. There is now plenty of things in front of Black Widow now. Whereas back when it was coming out originally, there was nothing really coming out. They just couldn't get pushed and pushed and pushed. Now it's like, well, there's Black Widow. Oh, wait, then there's Space Jam. Hey, look, then there's Top Gun. Hey, look, then there's Venom. Hey, look, then there's Shang-Chi. And there's a turn. Okay. When we're getting up to this point now, they got to start releasing other stuff for other Marvel stuff soon. We've already gotten two Loki trailers before June, which I think which is stupid. We're going to talk about it. We're there, There's a reason behind it. I, I just I figured it out the other day. There is a reason. I think it's stupid. But we'll talk about it. Okay. We're. But just, it just for me. Just take take a deep. And then for Shang Chi, uh, let's say they release the the Shang Chi trailer in June. No, Shang Chi trailer is going to come out in July. It's going to premiere with Black Widow. Uh, that I I I do strongly believe on that one. They're going to release. They're going to release it with Black Widow. 
There is actually a rumor that Shang-Chi is actually going to be released with uh, Cruella, and that it's going to come out in... That's the one of the earlier rumors was it's going to come out at the end of May. That the teaser for Shang-Chi will be releasing with Cruella. That makes perfect sense. Putting the teaser in front of Cruella makes more sense than putting it in front of Black Widow. Honestly, because then you get two months left for ad campaign for Shang-Chi. Put it out in May, Mm -hmm. give yourself a little bit of time, release the final trailer in July, and start the ad campaign. It would make more sense. Oh, you know, that makes more sense because I I didn't remember how months work. Now I remember how months work. Yeah. It it, it makes more sense to go in front of May than July. No, no, no. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Either way. The trailer was great. Either way. Space Jam 2, Zachary. Holy crap. Take it away. As I don't know what to say about I still don't know what to say about this trailer. It's weird. It's wacky. There's a lot going on. There's Drogons. There's Iron Giants. There's King Kongs. And then there's the fucking Orange Company or whatever they're called. Clockwork Orange Company. And yet they took out the skunk. They'll put in the guys from Clockwork Orange, but take out Lepe Le Pew. It makes no sense. But hey, I digress. It looks like a lot of fucking fun. And I was so nervous that the CGI versions of the Looney Tunes would take me out of the movie. They all look fine, except for Granny. Granny looks weird. <laughs> She's no. the only one that, 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 that threw me off. I hate the Goon Squad. They better have a legit reason why the uh, why, why, why the Monstar Squad couldn't come back from this movie. Because they didn't get killed. They weren't destroyed. They didn't fly away to a magical space portal. They're still there. The Goon Squad looks like it's just another added use of CGI, which is fine. But it's weird seeing Jack Nicholson Joker, Pennywise, Jared Leto's Joker, the 1966 Joker next to Michael Keaton's Batman. I'll stand there going, blah. It's weird. <laughs> Although, I agree with everybody. All those CGI renderings, all the Hanna-Barbera characters, HBO and Warner Bros. going, hmm, how will people react to all of this? Is this a good sign for us to spark out more entertainment? You want a Flintstone show? Here's a CGI one we already have for it. Yeah, you know, I I do find it very funny because they try to do a hunt or whatever it's called with Scoob last year. Now Scoob itself happened to be released during the pandemic, which did not help its case. The movie itself is not my favorite Scooby Doo movie. It's not my least favorite Scooby Doo movie though, in its offense, but it's not my favorite Scooby Doo movie. And so I uh you know I, I find it funny. I think this is a much more organic way to make a universe though. Oh yeah. You already have the Hanna-Barbera universe right there. You have a planet for Hanna-Barbera. So I think this is a much more organic way than what they were trying to do originally. So I would I don't know if I would want another Space Jam movie. Let's watch this Space Jam movie before I declare that. But maybe something inside the universe of Space Jam could be. So the Warner Brothers universe? The Warner <laughs> you know, Warner Brothers, just use your fucking IP. They are. But they're not. They're, they are, they are in this case because this all this trailer really showed to me. It truly, this is this is what I got out of it. It's that Warner Brothers is sitting on billion dollar projects like it's no tomorrow. It is, and it's sad and it's depressing. And it makes me. You know what the best part about all that is? They have all that money there. You know what the viewers can put all their money on? A duck, a bunny, and a bird. Well, Looney Tunes is very popular. But I love that. It makes me so happy that yes, everybody's in here, but the main focus. But my my away from it though was Looney Tunes stuff. My point, actually, I didn't even care about the Looney Tunes stuff. Sorry. Let's try that again. <laughs> I didn't really care about. It's okay. But I'm excited. I'm no. I like Looney Tunes. I just didn't care for it in this trailer. It's called So I don't care. You give me everything else. I'm gonna pay attention to literally everything else. Ready Player One. The first time I watched Ready Player One, I walked out of there thinking, "Damn, what was that movie about?" Because I was so distracted by all the IP. 
once again, this is going to be another one of those movies where I'm like, I got to watch that again. Because I'm going to be so distracted by all the IP. And Shucky. see, all the IP that I just, I they, they're sitting on so much. This is like, this is like a gold mine. Start mining your gold. I love the fact that the DC world is Gotham on one tart and Metropolis on the other. Like, this is your decision. Actually, I do wonder if that's just Batman and Superman. Each, like, character has their own, like, their world and stuff. How funny would it be if we saw Flash run through this movie? Go, well, this isn't the right one. <laughs> All right, moving on to Loki. Um, this trailer was fantastic. It was a phenomenal trailer. I do agree. So good. I have a feeling they had to release this because his Entertainment Weekly article comes out on Tuesday for Loki. I have a feeling that this is ad campaign that was already purchased prior to the moving of it in June. So this is for its original release in May, which is when it was originally supposed to come out. Wow, so many things supposed to come out in May. Huh? On Disney? But whatever. Like, aren't you? All to the J-Mons, little dick faces. And yeah. And uh, so I have a feeling that's why we got this trailer because they had to put it out because of how the ad camp, how it works and things. This trailer is fascinating. From any from every angle, this trailer is fascinating. All the way down to the all the way down to a very simple, simple joke of him landing in front of the guy and saying, "Please sign everything you said in your entire life." This is absurd. That too. <laughs> it seemed like it destroyed New York. Like, what's that? Um, so we're going to see – but the one thing I thought was really cool was a tie back to Endgame. Like it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They can tie back to whatever they want. When you see the branching tree line thing, mm-hmm. that's what Bruce was talking about to the ancient one. So it makes sense in their time time traveling thing. You take one thing out, the rest of it fucks off. So in that case, Thanos came back down in New York and said, done. Yeah, because we have to remember – and I think she was very explicit when she was talking about in Endgame – and we have to go off of Endgame's timeline knowledge, even though it's confusing as fuck. We're going to try to decipher it. She said that there's multiple realities mm-hmm. of the same characters. So, like, what happened in Avengers 2012 was happening in a different Avengers 2012 to a different set of characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the multiverse, but not technically, since this is, like, time realities, not, like, different character realities. It's the same characters. Just a different, like, let's say, different version. Loki didn't get slapped around or whatever. That was a change in the timeline. So, him taking himself out of that timeline technically would not affect our timeline. It affects a completely different timeline that we've never seen before. Yeah. So, what he's trying to get is like, so Loki left. Yeah. When Loki leaves, he doesn't go to Asgard. Yep. The Dark Elves don't happen, probably. He doesn't His die. His mother survives. You know, yada, 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 yada. All and so, to the point where their endgame, Never happened, probably. Yeah, but our end game technically would always have happened because we're not affecting our Pacific timeline. So I'm guessing the timeline that Loki leaves is the timeline that we are in, but Endgame ultimately goes the way of Thanos because they don't have all the stones, but Thanos does. All I know is it's fucking confusing. I, I would it. I would say time is more confusing than the multiverse, which is why I'm happy this is a television show. Because I think they do need the six hours. And they're going to explain it right. And plus, they got freaking what's his face. Besides Tom Hiddleston. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, thank you. Wow. I always forget it. I forget his name, but I never forget that face. But they have Owen Wilson there. And I'm what like, a statement. He's, a, he's a perfect person to explain time traveling to. Like, there's this one thing, and there's this other thing. Wow. It's all connected. Done. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I don't know. Corolla, I think, is. 
I don't really know if we need to talk about it or not. Corella started strong. It's Grammy's one was just okay. And then this one, I I don't I don't I don't, I don't know. I liked I, I, it. I'm, I'm losing less and less interest as more stuff comes out. I liked it. I just don't think there's anything there to like anything new to talk about. To be honest with you, it just it, it, it looks okay. You're not gonna find it, Jake. <laughs> yeah, and they're out. You, in it's right there. See. <sighs> I was hoping you wouldn't find it. Okay. Okay, so what about Jupiter's Legacy? Since you really liked it, I, I loved it. did not. So. so, Mark Millar is kind of my Kirkman, where I love like most of his books. He's put out like Kick-Ass, he's done this. Um, he did one more. Oh, Kingsman. He did all three of those, which I really liked all three, very much so. Um, I've never read Jupiter's Legacy. I personally thought before this all, this all this started happening, I thought it was a sequel to Jupiter's Ascending. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, I would um, be wrong. This looks like a great role for Josh Duhamel playing an older, you know, you know, weathered down superhero from the 1930s. You know, realize, you know, you know, we're 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 just getting up there. We really can't hold it up anymore. You know, we rely on our kids. Our kids are like, nah, man, we want to do what we want to do. We're like, nah, man, you got to be a superhero. Like, nah, man, I want to go do this. Explosions and imposing figures in the sky happen. Craziness ensues. It's a superhero drama. I'm excited, but here's my thing: what I'm worried about, Mark Millar, much like. Um, the boys of essence can get very violent, can get very crazy when it wants to. I just hope that doesn't become the boys want to be for Netflix. That's why I don't want it to be. I want. To I kind of want it to be the boys want to be I don't, for Netflix. I want it to be its own thing. I want it to be able to stand on its own and, and give its own message. I don't want it to be the boys. I also them. don't want to say that a TV show can't be a, a superhero TV show can't be violent because they want to be the boys. I think a TV show, a superhero TV show, can be violent. If it's necessary, yes, and so I don't know if I completely agree with that statement. That's fine. It's just how I feel. Okay, that's that. I was just trying to to reiterate in my best way possible. We also got the trailer for High School Musical, the series, season two. Oh, um, Jacob was once Jacob was want to watch it. I completely respect and understand why, but I would like to talk about it. Uh, Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 released its trailer. Well, first off, Jake, what did you think of Jupiter's Legacy? I know I jumped around a lot there, but you said you really had opinions on it. Where are we? Jupiter's Legacy. Okay. I wasn't sure, to be honest with you, because you were just literally everywhere. Sorry. I I, died. I mean, yeah, I hope it's extremely violent. (laughs) I'm hoping for lots of violence, and I just really want this to be TVMA. I'm not going to lie to you. If this turns out to be TV 14, which from this trailer, it kind of looks like it could turn out to be TV 14 mm-hmm. and it's offense. I'm sure that that's fine. Um, I think it's an extremely missed opportunity as I did peruse the comic book pages of Jupiter legacy, because I was just a little curious if this was on the more adult side or on the more non-adults, you know, not really like more teenage side, like most DC comics are. Um, and uh, no, this is this is very adult. It's very adult. This is very adult. So I think it's going to be a missed opportunity. It's like if they would make Saga, but they would make it TV fourteen. You know what I mean? Like I just don't think that's necessary. What I what I want. This Not show, that we're ever going to get Saga. That's what I want this expensive. show to be is kind of a conversation piece on how you know if superheroes were around for as long as they were, and how that would ultimately affect the society that you're in. How you, how it affect you as a kid? See, also, I would love to see how that would effectively. I kind of want this just to be mindless fun. 
That's not the book. So that's what I'm hoping for. I don't want to be bored. I wouldn't mind being learning something new. Mm -hmm. I'm never opposed. But if they want me to binge watch it, which is Netflix style, Mm -hmm. I need to have lots of lots of violent actions. Like Invincible. Invincible was boring up until a certain part. Not going to spoil that here for you. But that made me want to watch it. I'm not going to lie. The whole father angle, whatever, kind of cool. The whole sounding his powers into one, kind of cool. I've already seen it done before. I've already seen the whole angle of like what superhero looks like when we grow up in the world with superheroes. So like, I would much prefer a more interesting angle. You haven't seen anything yet. Uh, what? When it comes to Invincible. I'm not talking about Invincible. I'm just talking about general. But Invincible did not get interesting until the end credit scene of episode one. Would you call that an end credit scene? It is. It technically is. It's like a mid-credit. Thanks. It's a long ass minute credit scene. And it doesn't matter, so And so it didn't get interesting until then. And so I don't want I want Jupiter Legacy first episode to be interesting all the way through. And for me not to be like, am I making a mistake? So after that, we just thought we had we had a tiny, 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 literally tiny little thing come out for Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was a straight up commercial for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And I'm fine with that because it was Paul Rudd, but it was shot like it was new. So I don't know what it was, but we got that little guy. <laughs> we got the mini state both marshmallow men, and they are masochists full and full. They like to skewer themselves and cook themselves and make themselves s'mores, and it's weird. <laughs> he bit Paul Rudd's finger, and they attacked him with like one of those remote control vacuum cleaners, and then they stuck themselves. But the weird, but the worst part was you see one on the skewer do this, pulling himself further into the fire. <laughs> I'm like, you are sad, sad, sad marshmallow. What did you what, you want to talk about Batman? Mm-hmm. So talk about Batman. So Batman looks really good. My only the only thing I'm nervous about is that it's PG thirteen. The book is not PG thirteen at all. It is a very complex, dark adult mystery. And what I love about the DC anime movies is that you know the action's always cool, but the action always overtakes the story. With this one specifically, I want the story to be there because it's an important story for both Bruce and Selena. It's a great story for Calendar Man because it's just it's a, it's a yearly thing, hence why we're not getting part two until 2022. It plays out the full year, which I think it's cool. But we hear from everybody. I think Jensen Eccles sounds great as Batman. Troy Baker sounds great as Joker. Uh, Josh Dumel sounds great as Harvey Dent, Two-Face. Um, I don't know who plays Calendar Man yet. I'll have to look into it, but... Naya Riviera plays Selena Kyle Catwoman. She's only in the trailer for like a minute. I'm not, I mean, like, like 20 seconds. And But when she's there, she sounds great as Catwoman. She's got that voice for it. And her and Jensen work off really well, well off together. So I'm excited to watch it because it's her last performance that she did before she passed away. Um, however, I hope they treat the material well. This is also coming from the guys who did Superman Man of Tomorrow, which was the Darren Chris Superman movie. Same kind of animation style. So I think this is where the animation is going forward for DC. I'm all for it because I like Man of Tomorrow a lot. So let's keep going with that way. But just do it justice. That's all I'm hoping for, especially for her. And hopefully for Jensen because Jensen's now played um, he's now played uh, Red Hood and Batman both. So that's a cool thing to have on your belt. But yeah. What do you think of The Woman in the Window? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Those Who Wish Me Dead, though, is the Angelina Jolie movie. And I obviously was a very big fan. I'm going to end up reading the book. It's it's sitting over there. And also watching all of her filmography. I don't know yet. I was <laughs> going through it, and I was like, I don't really want to watch all of this. Because <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good. 
there's a lot of that. No, actually, it's not. I just so all of it's just dramas, and I'm just not in the mood for a drama right now. It's just, it's honestly the answer. If I was, then I'd be much more interested. I'm so. gonna be honest. The only reason I'm sorry for this movie is one reason, one reason only. Ty Sheridan. It's the only reason. She looks great, but for me, it's the writing and the directing of this movie that's gonna sell it for me, whether or not. Well, he didn't write it, so yeah, he did. no, he didn't. He only direct. He only directed this. He did not write this. He was part of the script. No, he wasn't. I. I no, I looked it up. He's, he's he only directed this movie. Well, now I'm nervous. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> it's going to be shot really pretty. Yeah, but he also he usually writes and directs both when he does. This no, movie. he doesn't. He he wrote and directed Wind River. He didn't just. Direct yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But he he has other movies where he's. he's yeah, but, the, but uh, I'd like, rather take him writing it over directing it. <laughs> His writing's better. Did you watch Sicario too? Listen. He wrote that. So did you watch Sicario 2? Yeah, Sicario 2 is good. Also, like, Helen Highwire, really? Yes. No. Sorry. Everyone on planet Earth would fight you on that. Yeah, they should watch it now. But it I, still I, holds up. I, I don't think you would really fight me very much on that, for sure. But that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to move on to uh, Mr. Hook. Do we have to? Hook, line, and sinker. Do we have to? Sure do. If you're listening to us in audio and you want to see the picture while we talk about it, uh, we do have a video. So just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up. But we're going to be talking about Mr. Hooky, Hooky, Hook. Uh. He's right there. So, Zachary, I I want to know what this hook screams to you. Screams like a really bad cosplayer who lost a hand. Well, um, we actually don't know if he lost a hand. It looks bad. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. It's another one. It looks so bad. Yeah, I don't know. It looks so bad. It looks. It it, it looks. It doesn't. It 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 doesn't, it doesn't scream ha- Captain Hook to me at all. It looks more like a rugged old Gaston. Gaston who survived the fall <sighs> fifty years later after fighting Beauty and the Beast. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah, he looks more like an older Gaston than Captain Hook. And Captain Hook is a very famous Disney villain. Now, I know he's not a Disney character, but he is a famous Disney villain. And I have seen Disney do their villains very little justice in live action. So this is disappointing. I have to also reiterate, it's just a picture. Also, I have to say, maybe the coat helps. It's not just the coat, Jake. It's the fact that you see the hat. You see the hook. It's, he's called Hook, not Captain Hand. He's well, we Captain don't know. Hook. Yeah, but it could be a green screen Hook. I mean, it, why? I don't know. It, but it could. It could. You could do practical. Just it, stick it could, the hand in, it, put the hook on. Duh. It could. It could. Why would you do that? Also, we have not seen the hat, so we can't really judge the hat. Okay. Um, that's what the hat needs to look like, Jake. That's all. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know, so we yeah, can't judge. Like that, okay, that's cool, but we 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 have we can't judge the hat yet because we have not seen the hat. His hair tucked behind is a it's a choice. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad choice, but maybe it looks really good with the hat on his head. Um, While I'm saying all this, I'm happy he's cast as Captain Hook. I think Jude Law will do a really good job as Captain Hook. I, really I do. don't know. I do. To be honest with you, um, Jude Law has not put out a bad movie that I've watched of his in a while. So I can, I like his acting. He's he's a really good actor. I personally, you know, for Captain Hook, because of who Captain Hook is and what Captain Hook stands for, I think the new Pope, I think is what it was called, yeah. on HBO, should have been much more of his inspiration here. I agree. 
than whatever this was. Can I ask you a question though? Would you rather have this or would you rather have whatever Hugh Jackman did for Hook? Or for Pan? I didn't watch Pan, so I don't. I take that. I don't know. It doesn't look great, but I'll take that. Hold on, hold on. What 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 does Pan (laughs) Captain Hook look like? Oh, well, that's a choice. No, that's that's not Hugh Jackman, Jake. Oh, oh, down. That's Hugh Jackman. Well, you know, does it serve a purpose? <laughs> no. Is it just? It's just his choice. <laughs> just his choice. Just his choice. Just his choice, Jake. Oh, well, then yeah, no, I think that's horrible. <laughs> Look at that, though. That's, that's a, you know what that's from Jacob. That's, that's from, from that's from Robin Williams Hook. That's a great captain. That's a great Captain Hook with a practical hook and all. That one's not too bad either. That's from the 2003 Peter Pan movie, the one that the one that mom didn't like like us watching. That that's was just perfect. That was a, that's a great one too. That's I don't perfect. I don't know who that is though. That's um, perfect. What that is? Yeah, I don't know. I think Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, and Wendy are what's going to be selling me for this one. Well, I'm also kind of worried about this because unlike other Disney project, Peter Pan has been done at nauseum prior to this coming out. We have Pan. We have the 2003 version of Peter Pan. We have Peter Pan. And Wendy in, in Disney Animation. We have Peter Pan Return to Neverland. We have Peter Pan. We have the musical Peter I, Pan. Yeah, I get There's a lot of Peter Pan. I get that. But my thing with Peter Pan is honestly, I feel like Peter Pan would have been working so much better if it was like an adult reimagining of Peter Pan. But you can't really do that because of children. Also, you know, the whole thing of I never want to grow up. So Peter Pan live action in, in, as an adult would be. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. Making this an adult story and not making it for children, like like what they did for Pinocchio, making Pinocchio into adult story. Did not watch it, but it looked fascinating. Oh, the one that uh, yeah, the one when it came out on Christmas. Oh, it looks gorgeous. The visual effects in that movie. Look yeah, it looked hard to watch though. Yeah, it did, but it looked gorgeous though. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like I don't know. I'm not really ready to watch Peter Pan when you go off to Neverland to fight Again. Captain Hook, just because I know the ending of that story. Unless it's different. Once again, it's really going to be selling me on the outfits, on the VFX work. I want a, I want magic. Well, we also still don't know what the story is. For all we know, they could be going to your angle where the kids are a little bit older and Peter Pan is still a kid. And he has to go back and get Wendy because something happened with Hook. Actually, Peter Pan, I'm pretty sure the actor who plays him uh-huh. is younger than um, the actor who plays Wendy. So like I'm saying, he doesn't, be, he doesn't grow up, but the kids did. And he has to go back and get Wendy because something's going on in Neverland again. Maybe that's why he has to bring her back. I don't know. I need. I need. I need, need movement. Sp- I need more. I need movement. I need movement. I can't judge this based on just. See, I feel like the same way when they released the first picture of Tom Hanks as Geppetto for Pinocchio. I'm gonna go. That's not Geppetto. What's up with this nonsense? And then we get to the actual like movie. He go. He is just a treasure. <laughs> but also, like, I do wonder. Because Peter Pan got placed on, it was originally for it's Disney Plus. It was originally, but this was originally for theatrical. If the budget got cut because they're putting it on Disney Plus, same thing with Pinocchio. I do wonder what they're doing with those because they don't have to worry about like, and the only money that they get off of these movies are subscriptions that are already there. So I guarantee you they'll probably put some money behind it. Um, I I know, but I wonder how much money was supposed to be behind it. You know. That's more like the question. I don't know. All things to think about. Answers we'll never know. So, you know, either way, let's move on to right, another first another one. Oh, there's a, there's, there's a few in here. I know, but I just, 
And this that is weird. And that is, just to be honest with you, I'm going to be honest. Yes, the costumes are not the greatest. <laughs> look horrible. They look god awful. Like some I of, get what they were going for. I really do. Some of the worst I think I've ever seen. But it just looks like like bad sheets. cosplay. It looks like sheets you put on and then put a black thing around their waist. It looks like bad cosplay. It doesn't look good. I also would like to mention that I wish her hair was redder. I know she gave she, she made such a big deal on her Instagram saying, "Look how red my hair is." You can barely tell. Maybe it's the lighting. Uh, Maybe it'll look better with like actually like with production and that type of thing. I think Dove Cameron looks the, I, uh, of looks the, three, the best. She looks the best of the three, for sure. Buttercup is the weird one. I get that's blossom. I get that. That's bubbles. That one doesn't scream Buttercup. I don't know. She also is the only one, by the way, in this the scene right here that they were filming. I don't know if I'll be able to find the picture of her flying. She was doing wire work. Yeah, she's doing right wire there. work. So she's the only one who's actually like above. And I wonder if these are her. I wonder because if these are a play on their original costumes, and so they have it in the pilot episode because they're trying to make an homage to the original costume. But doesn't that and scare it, you to what the new costumes are going to be like? <laughs> a little. <laughs> But maybe the new costumes are better. Also, with Dub Cameron's hair up in pigtails, I understand why it's she there. She looks more. She looks like. But my problem being is that they kind of look like children, like dolls. Does a that little, make a little sense? bit? Yeah, I think the three of them. Dove looks more most like the kid of the three. What she's supposed to be? She, she's, she's the youngest. She, she's the youngest, so she looks like she's supposed to be. Who's the oldest? Is it Blossom? Who's it's the Blossom. Is Blossom's the oldest, and they got Blossom better than Buttercup. Yeah, it's like this order, literally. And it makes sense because, because uh, like Chloe Bennett looks the oldest of the three. Then the actress in the middle looks it's Yara or something. It's and then name. Dove Cameron looks the youngest of the bunch. I don't We're know. also getting the son of Mojo Jojo, right there. Yep, he is playing the son of Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Jacob, we're getting the green monkey. <laughs> See, like this is much more red. That's the picture you put on Instagram. It's a video. It's not, a, but I do. I, it's much more right, and so I'm just going to assume that this is based on lighting. It's gotta be because she looks like I can kind of see it, but like not enough. I don't know. But honest, and also of the three, a personality-wise of the Powerpuff Girls, Buttercup's supposed to be like the angry, go evil person of that picture. She's the smiliest one of the three. <laughs> yeah, but they also these are set photos, and so they were taking like they knew they were being filmed. Photographed, so they're just playing around with We've the... also seen what the house is going to look like for the show. Have you not seen that? Well, no, I'm scrolling. Just look at Powerpuff House. I'm going to type in set photos. And there's our and there's the logo right there. That's the wire work that I was talking about. I don't love the shoes either. I, I didn't... She looks a little more sterner there. She does. So good. Bubbles still looks like she's having a great time. <laughs> which which is good. Yeah. Look, there's a and that's the logo for the show. So which, it's keeping with it. It you know, I'm happy. I it should be power puffs. I still don't enjoy What's the with the power puff. <laughs> yeah, I do wonder if this this whole thing is about them. Maybe they lost their powers and she's the only one that kept it, which is why she can fly. Well, isn't it a thing on the show, like, in continuity-wise, that if the girls ever separate, they lose their powers? 
That's not them at all. No, but the costumes look almost identical. identical. And this is cosplay. So that's concerning. A little bit. We also got their dad. Uh, we did? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't think he actually has a photo. But, but he is playing. He, yeah, him right there. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, it's cool. No. Okay. I don't know why I care about the house so much, but I, I do care. I swear we got a picture of the house. Well, I think you're wrong. No, we didn't. I mean, I am scrolling, Zachary, and I am finding nothing. Yeah. Look up Powerpuff Live Action House. Take out the girls. It's called Powerpuff, Jake. Yeah, but most people under traction stuff are going to put girls. Okay, well, in a nutshell, if you look at the old house, it looks exactly like that house except wider with more squares and less circles. Oh, you know, just, you just click on the actual article. There you go. That's it. Oh. <laughs> so the house looks great. Red door, except a, a lot less circles. <laughs> yeah, this is much more... Um, mansion-y? Not mansion-y. Just more modern, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm I don't really know. curious how they're going to make the son of Mojo Jojo because he's a short guy. <laughs> well, also, like, for instance, it's Diablo Cody, which I have a lot of confidence in. I really also, like the Cabo. Yes, the first question. When did Mojo Jojo have time to have a kid? What's well, a little and, bit and, longer. And who would and who would, you know, do it with the monkey? <laughs> Well, Zachary, let's not judge people. I'm not. I think you're a little judgy over it's there. Weird. I don't know. I think of all of the um this. Okay, well, keep talking. I don't know. I just, of all the Cartoon Network properties, do you do you really think Powerpuff Girls is the right one to choose? I I don't know. I don't know. I I, think I like action Eddie Ed, 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 Eddie on no. CW would have been a lot funnier. No. No no or no. Ben Ten. Nope. Nope. That's way too fucking expensive. Ben. Have you seen what they've been doing in Flash recently? They had a full-scale T-Rex walking around Central City. Well, I still think Ben 10's too expensive. They did it! I did movies of it! Twice! Well, I still think it's too... Yeah, did you watch those movies? Powerpuff Girls are going to be too expensive. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls, though, I, I'm interested. I'm down. I'm down for it. It's just what it is. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy would be cool. Yeah, Those but... Adults. I don't think that would happen, though. Like, Curse Coward Dog. Definitely would not happen. That's still questionable if it should have happened. Kids next door to their adults. Okay, Obi Wan no Kenobi cast. We're moving forward. They chose Powerpuff. Get over it. So Zachary, explain to me how you feel about any of this. Because to be honest with you, the only things I take away from this is you, McGregor, Aiden Christensen, and Adirna Verna, Kamanji. I'm. I'm just horrible with Come names. Come on, Johnny. Thank you. Yep. I'm just horrible with names. Uh, Sue Kong, Sung Kang, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Shia Jackson Jr., Rupert. Like, I just know the actors. I don't have any clue. Why short of them? Because that is Luke. That That is um, uh, that's Luke's parents. Oh. When Anna, when Obi-Wan goes to Tatsman at the end of episode three, which is, which is what this takes place, at the end of episode three, 
Obi-Wan hands George and his wife, baby Luke Skywalker. And he's mm -hmm. on tattooing, watching over him, making sure he's okay, which is why I'm so happy, isn't it? So how the fuck does Darth Vader show up on Tatooine? We we would be we, we have been told he has no idea the fuck his son's on Tatooine. So how does that make sense? But the maybe it doesn't. See, maybe the it fact just... we should see Hayden Christensen in the suit again and see him get his fucking helmet get knocked off. But now they have him back. He can go to he can go to Ahsoka Tano if he wants. We can have the conversation there again if they want to. It's just things and things and stuff and things. I'm so fucking excited. That's way too many words for my liking. <laughs> I'm so happy. I feel like I should go in and bleep him every time he curses. I'm so happy. This is what I wanted from the cast. It looks great, but for me, but, but for me, it's not about the cast. It's knowing that the show is keeping forward. It keeps going because I thought for the longest time it was doing this. Well, I mean, it was, but now it's going because they start shooting. Uh, they start shooting this month for a. I think they're trying to go for a June twenty twenty two. No announcements on releases. I'm thinking June. I'm excited. Jacob, you don't care. Why? I mean, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm looking at or the importance of it, but I'm going to watch it. Sorry, people out there who I just offended, which I know I did. So This is the most important Star Wars show that they've ever done besides Mandalorian. It has the most traction. It's the most popular. I get it. It's fine. We're just... You know, that... it, goes, it goes Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. That's what it does. All right, we're gonna skip that one, and just, that's a longer story. So yeah. we're just gonna go down to some smaller ones. Phoebe Waller Bridge is the female lead for Indiana Jones Five, which is supposed to start filming in July, um, with Harrison Ford as her co, and coming out in November, if I'm not mistaken, of next year. So I have so, so I have one theory about who Phoebe Waller Bridge is playing. Yeah, there is no like announced for casting. I have a theory. So we know that Indy and his girlfriend, well, his, his wife, get back together at the end of Temple of Doom. Not Temple of Doom. King of the Crystal Skull. I have to remember. That's the fourth one. I have to remember. So they get, to, get, correct. So they get back together can. at the end of that one, but we never see what happens with their son, right? What if um, this is possibly maybe, maybe his son's wife? July 29th. Maybe this is possibly his son's wife. Charlotte Buff's on this. They can say that he died along the way. Damn. I just did, Sorry, it's, just, it's just the easiest way. And she wants to continue that legacy on with his dad. And this is their first adventure together. He's reluctant to working with her because he's not he's not used to dealing with, with a female at his side. Because he's older now. He wants to do things on his own. He doesn't want any help. So it takes her to bring him back. They do this classic adventure again. And he's like, you know what? You're doing pretty good. You take on for me. I'm going to go sit in the sunset with a horse. And that's Indiana Jones 5. I have a strong feeling that's I, not the case, but you know it's a theory I'm going on. My 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 theory, my my. Or thing, you could just have a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Harrison Ford's gonna kill off Indiana or go sit in the sunset. He I, Han Solo. Yeah, he hate Han Solo. There's a major difference. He didn't like Han Solo. He didn't like Star Wars. He's very adamant about this. It's not like I'm trying to be cookie color for anybody right now. He really hates it. He really hates it, like, like really, really hate. Which is yeah. why it's so shocking that he comes back in another movie. Right, Skywalker, and it's arguably the better performance of the two movies. It is. I <laughs> agree. So good but so, but he really, really loves Indiana Jones. This is his baby. He's gonna be in these until he dies. No, this is the last one. 
if they say no, that this not. makes a billion dollars and then boom. They're not he can't do it. He can do it. He can't do it. He can do it and he will do it. I am I, I am being perfectly honest. Yes, the, yes, there is traction going on for this project right now. Lots of it. I don't think it's gonna do it. I think somewhere down the line, either Harrison's gonna ha have either some kind of medical reasoning or someone down the line. He's just getting too old. What? No, you can't you can't old people this. He's you can't be you can't be aged. You're you're being ageist. Okay, no. I'm gonna tell you a story. We're gonna we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna set Zachary back down on his level. Okay, let's do this. I know a 99 year old. Yes, I'm saying a 99 year old, a straight, not like a I don't know her sexuality, but like a 99 year old who runs marathons. She wakes up in the morning and she runs for four miles every morning. A 99 year old. That's good for her. Everyone's everyone's situations are different. For all we know, Harrison's having no trouble. We don't know. Yeah, I don't think he. The would... movie comes out in 2022. We have a long time between now and then for something to happen. That great. I'm sure. It's I beautiful. worry for Harrison. I like Ford. I want him to live. Yes. It's not worth a movie. And he probably already had this very long, annoying conversation. Everybody say, "But I know you're the sun devil," even though you know he doesn't want to. to. I mean, there's a famous moment about him breaking his back during making Indiana Jones 4 into the whip scene. Well, you learn some, you lose some. I don't. I, I, do, I don't know. Oh, we, we don't even. I don't think we need it personally. Well, because after the smorgasbord. Hey, I really like James Mangold. So do Jacob. I'm not saying that at all. I love. I love. The, I, I love the people. The idea of the movies what bothers me. We don't need it. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm down. I'm down. Let's listen, do it. I, listen, there's there's only there's only three Indiana Jones movies. There's four. No, Jacob. There's only three. There's four. No, there's only three. I movies. like the fourth one. Well, you know what? I don't like the first three. I'll visit your multiverse sometime. See where they made a fourth Indiana Jones film. I'll visit your multiverse sometime. But in my multiverse, there's only three. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You'll visit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> How interesting. Yeah. I wonder when he's gonna visit. I don't know. Sooner. <laughs> Maybe even later. Sure. Possibly. Yeah. Speaking of Transformers. <laughs> sure. I don't know how it transitioned, but it did. Okay, in my brain, it did. We there was a there's a we have a new lead. Our lead is Anthony Ramos, who I'm, I'm obsessed with. Uh, he'll be in. He's the main actor in uh, in the Heights. He's Ooh. from Hamilton. He will be playing the next lead in the next Star Wars Transformers film. Now. We have to now. We have. I have to make sure this is remembered. This is not a direct sequel to Transformers Five. This no, no, a, they're starting something new. This is something brand new. But here's the other thing. You know what makes me sad though? This isn't Bumblebee Two. This isn't something Bumblebee related. That's really okay. Upset. No, it's not. I'm really upset. That's okay. Because I really wanted some more stuff with Bumblebee. Also, we're getting an anime and Cybertron prequel somewhere down the line. Now, we're also getting Beast Wars exactly. somewhere down the line. I have a question. What is this movie? I have no idea, but I, they don't. They don't. They literally didn't that is say. That's my honest to god question. What is it? I just have a cast for you. I just have a. I just have a lead. I, do, I don't have literally anything I else. I don't have a director. There's I don't have a script writer. There's a director on the project. No, I don't have it though. I mean, it's just easier if I Google it, Zachary. Yeah, you know, it's very true. I'm googling it. Okay. New Transformer movie director. Um, hmm. I I don't know. Uh, I there's a scriptwriter. Hold on. 
Let's, uh, who knows if this is even the one we're talking about right now. It is. They agree with this shit like no tomorrow. Uh, Angel Manuel Soto. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I, I messed up that. Is attached to direct the project. It's attached to direct. It's, yeah. I don't know who this human is. He was the showrunner for Defenders for Netflix. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I'm nervous. We're all, all around the board. Oh, he's also going to be directing Blue Beetle. Yeah, I'm more excited for his Blue Beetle than over over the Defenders. Cool, good, good, cool for him. I'm happy he's getting multiple projects. It's just I of the two, I'd rather him work on Blue Beetle first over Transformers. Because again, I have to. They have an animated Cybertron prequel coming. We have Beast Wars coming, which is a whole other thing. Which I think only a small people, a small few people are excited for Beast Wars, and that's fine. Not everybody likes a transforming gorilla and transforming dinosaur. And it's okay. So um, I'm excited for it. Optimus Prime will throw dung. It'll be. It's gonna be a joke of the movie. It's gonna be a joke of the movie. Okay. On that note, Zachary, who they cast as She-Hawk? Um. What's What's your? This was your story. Yes, so uh, what would, tell me all about. Hang on. I have to find it there. Uh, adds Renee Elise Goldsberry. She played the eldest sister in Hamilton. Um, very, very, very good actress. She's worked in other, this is her first project off of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. We're just getting more, we're still getting more content for She-Hulk. But you know what makes me weird though? We know she's confirmed, but Taki Amazon is still saying, I'm not part of the project. No, actually, I do think she confirmed that she's a part of the project. She's done talking saying that's not true. Yeah, I mean, she didn't really have her choice in that one. But I'm excited. We're, we're, we're just getting more confirmations about actors and actresses joining these Marvel Studios projects, which just means, again, for me, that these projects are moving forward. Just because you announce a project just doesn't mean like... I mean, She-Hulk has a, has a date that they're going to start filming. You know what I'm saying, though. You can just say you're starting a project here, and then two weeks later going, never mind. So it's nice. But it's to, always not a bad thing. But it's nice to know we're getting more people. I got you, Zachary. I understand. Let's really? Because you keep fighting me. <laughs> I just didn't think it was important. It was important. It doesn't. It's not really that important. It's movie news and TV news. Therefore, it's required for us to talk. Yeah, when she actually has a role. She's right now, she's just there. She's, she's there. She's I'm happy for her. Good for her call, I guess. You know, but like, what's the point? There All isn't right, let's one. Let's talk about some EDM music. Do, 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 do. No. Oh, short. Talk about it. Um, Mortal Kombat released early in Asia, so beware of spoilers. Please, for God, please, for God, be, beware of spoilers for this movie. It's also, one of those movies I really don't care also, if I get spoiled for. we got the first uh, uh, score so. for soundtrack for the movie, and it's just Mortal Kombat as an EDM song, and I got to tell you, ah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It says Mortal Kombat, and it goes... I'd also like to mention that we got the runtime an hour and 50 minutes. It's, it's, it's radar for strong violence, bloody violence, language, and um, and uh, sexual situation. I think it's gore. No, gore was not on that list. It was going to be gore. I know, but it wasn't on the list. They need to put it on there. There's no. Actually, I mean, most movies now in Slate that you list every single little detail. So I was really shocked when it didn't say gore. I'm not going to lie to you. When it said strong violence, I was like, oh, no. Wait, are we being told something no. that's not actually going to happen? I mean, the trailer showed it, but, like, is it going to happen? Like, what's the definition of violence? Because I expect gore with my violence. Maybe that's just me, though. Mortal Kombat's also a movie I really don't think I care that gets spoiled for me if it gets spoiled. For instance, there's something that happened and something else that got spoiled for me, like, this morning. 
Yeah, Zachary, I can't get away from it. You know me. But I know it's a problem, but it's not really a problem. I just happen to fall. Solve that problem. No, I can't. I have to build a career and a life, which is all done through social media. So literally, you're just talking out of your ass right now. And <laughs> like the Falcon soldier, you're talking to talk, but you're not actually. Sorry. All right. So, like that, I didn't want to know, but I do know now. Good for Jacob, I guess. Really, it's something small. What movie? I'm not telling you. Why? I'm just not telling you. He'll be upset. Yeah. And so. Is it a big project? It's it's an ongoing project. And Is it a Marvel project? I'm not telling you. Is it Shang-Chi? No, not telling you. I know some for Shang-Chi. Oh, oh, I don't. I do. Mm, I only have something over you. I kind of want to know. <laughs> not right now, but I do want to know. Nope. But um, for Mortal Kombat, I I think I know the whole premise even without knowing the premise. So we all I, know the whole premise, Jake. It's not a shocker. So with this gets spoiler for me, I'm not going to cry. I don't want. I personally just don't want to know who dies yeah. in what order. I don't want to know how they die. That's why. That, that's a spoiler to me. I don't want to know how they die and who they fought when they died. Nah. <laughs> Those are the spoilers. I don't want to know. Also, any big cameos? I don't want to know about those. Items. Oh, I don't. I care. I don't care about God Mortal Kombat that much for mythology and lore. The cameos won't affect me while I'm watching it. But oh no, here comes Godzilla with its crazy numbers. Godzilla did post some pretty big numbers. We're gonna go over some of them. We did help with that. We saw it on Thursday, which was its, technically its second day opening. So we're going to go over two numbers. Uh, the two numbers are both for the weekend and then also a five-day opening because of Easter. So the first number is just for the simple weekend, which was $32 million, which, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? The second number is $48 million. What the fuck? And that was for the five days. So 20 of that or so, or 10, like 15 of that, was from the two days prior, and then 32 of that was from the weekend. And I just want to mention, because I think this is important, there's still other money at play here because the Unholy, well, it didn't do great, but it made 3.4, which is on average for most movies during the pandemic. And so in my book, it did phenomenal. And then nobody even brought in 3.2. It had a huge drop, though. Yeah. But most of that money, anybody who saw nobody, except for us, saw Godzilla vs. Kong. We saw Mac back. We saw them both. <laughs> but that's that point. Raya is still making some money at the I box tell you, office. If Cinemark would just get up. It was if, if Cinemark would just release Disney films. Raya would probably be up there too. Yeah, I think Raya would have had a much bigger, not as soft of an opening because it does show you that Raya just was not the thing people wanted to see. I was really shocked to find out that Godzilla vs Kong was that itch they wanted to scratch, but they sure fucking scratched it a lot, and they're scratching it more. As I heard that the, this weekend it's probably gonna be like around twenty million or something for its opening as well. <laughs> Which for its second weekend, which, which is pretty good, <laughs> like it's pretty and good. It's on HBO Max, you can stay home and watch it. People are like, "No, I want to go watch this on the big screen." As you should. So right now it's up to sixty million. That was the newest number. So that's with this week. So oh, it's, Jacob, give him that beautiful worldwide number. I'm getting there. <laughs> Internationally, which unshockingly is higher because <laughs> it's Godzilla vs Kong. Really, are we you shocked? Put Godzilla in front of Kong. International people are just gonna break, which they did more, you know, understandably so. Had 237 million. Yeah, that's that's a number I didn't think I'd see again. Then to now we're up to worldwide at 297. I want to mention that it took Tenant 18 weeks before it could crack 350. This is gonna take up like two weekends to do 300, which is 
Oh, I'm so happy for I it. miss these times. I'm so happy. Jacob, we're looking at box numbers numbers. <sighs> it's yeah, getting it, there, Jake. We're it, getting there. It is sad that, you know, but to be honest with you, I'm going to go through them. The Unholy probably doesn't deserve more than 10. I'm seeing it on Thursday. I made his budget back. Um, well, I, the VFX actually looks pretty good on it. So let's see here. Oh, it doesn't, uh, does not say. What do you think? What do you think the budget was probably like ten million dollars? So it'll probably make its money back, or it's gonna fail. Fail miserably. You know, it's one or the other. Why would you put that as an Easter movie? Because it's it's obviously a great Easter play. I I that's great counter. Like I wanted to watch it on Easter. I didn't, but I'm I wanted to. Very happy from nobody. I'm glad nobody's doing well. Nobody is making about twelve million um for its total gross. And I would say this is for a pandemic wise pretty good mm -hmm. overall. I'm a little disappointed. Um, its budget was 16 million. million, so it needs to make at least 32 plus maybe 50 million on top of that for advertising. I so think you can do it. It I don't know if it will, but it goes on streaming on the 17th, so that's next Tuesday. So people will definitely check it out on streaming. Oh yeah, Raya, you can buy right now. So if it's not doing, it's only made thirty-two million, which is the amount that uh, Godzilla vs. Kong made in its first weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna hurt for you, Disney. Oh man. Uh, but also, once again, I've seen that movie. I don't think it was worth. I don't. I don't know. This movie cost a lot of money to make, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'd hide that number too, Disney. Yeah, I would hide it. Hide, hide, hide. And it's like one hundred and fifty million, not including advertising. So yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it would have done well. Period. They should. It, it, they should just treat it like they're treating Luca. They should just want to treat Disney Plus movie been done over with. Yeah, but that's really sad. It is sad, but it's what they should have done. I don't know what the girl who believes in miracles is. I'm assuming that's a religious flick. It's gotta be. If, if it's, it's not, not <laughs> I gotta know. Just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, Atlas did it. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Yep, there's a full on preacher as a main character. Not that that's a problem. It made five hundred eight million nine five hundred eighty nine. So, religious people yeah, are going. The out. Courier's made four million. The Courier, which I think should have went straight to streaming, that should have never went to theaters. Well, Chaos Walking. Chaos Walking. I think in a different time could have done great. But right now, no. no. Courage is just gonna. <laughs> Courage is living his best life. How much Courage made? Croods is just now being unseated as being like a giant, which you know, it came out in November, <laughs> so a 19 weeks 136 days ago, and it's still at my theater. So I say it's doing just fine, no it's, problems there. That that is like, is that Lionsgate or Universal doing? Universal. That? Universal is just like, you know what? We need something. With you. Just keep going with it. Just keep going with it. If no, are like that's Universal true. has put out nobody. Universal has other movies. Croods, it's just like I've seen movies. Constantly just going in and out, on and out of my theater. Cruise two, <laughs> without a doubt, from day one to day now, it's there. It's even there this week. Like, I mean, we have new movies coming in, and still, yeah. I don't think until the next big kids movie comes out that probably Cruise won't leave till then. Which was supposed to be Raya, and that wasn't was, and it's made it's still made more in its entirety than Raya did. Well, Raya, I don't know how well Raya did overseas, which was the big play here. And we have pandemic, but that again, I don't think any other movies really having that problem. Um, Godzilla versus Kong could say otherwise. Yeah, but most of that came out of China. And like I said, do we really trust China? Not the, not people from China, 
but the government of China. I don't even think the people in China like trust the government. Let's just be happy that Godzilla I know. is doing that well. Okay, let's move forward. I am curious a little, since we are talking about Godzilla versus Kong, and we'll talk about our somewhat opinions that we have later on in this very podcast about Godzilla versus Kong. I do wonder where where I, she sits. I think she's still holding. 76. Uh, wait, where did you see that? Up top. Keep going, keep going. Right there, 70, oh. 75. 75. It was a certified fresh. It's still certified. Yeah. 92%. <laughs> Actually, that went, I think that went up higher than it was when initial reviews came out, which is really good. A lot of people thought it was going to drop. So um, I think everybody's just kind of happy that we have a movie that's also, doing really well. It's just, it, it's quality fun. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, if you're if you're reviewing it just based on its 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 fun factor, it's got a solid. If you're reviewing it based on its logic, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, no, this would be a very rotten tomato. <laughs> but but hey. once again, I think everybody's just kind of really in love with the fact that we're having a movie make as much money as, as it, it is as it deserves, as it does. All right. Moving on. I mean, hell. I mean, Warner Brothers is going win after win after win after win after win. Well, we'll Tom see Jerry, how Tom Moral... and Jerry did well for them. It was a win. No, no. We'll see how Mortal Kombat does. I mean, That's his next challenge out is Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat's going to do just fine. I don't know what their main movie is. Is there? Oh, their main movie is my movie. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Never yeah, mind. That's, so that's their... Angelina Jolie's comeback movie. Which makes Do sense. you think I'll do well in theaters or no? If the action's good enough, yeah. But to be honest with you, I don't think it, I don't, this would have been much more of a solid, like, uh, PVOD movie for sure. But Angelina Jolie deserves to be able to have the chance to go out with the fighting. Yeah, so she I'm, wants to. If, you know, you paid for, put her out there, see how well She'll she's doing. She's the first female action star post pandemic to have a movie in theater. Yeah. That's, Kind of cool on her part. It is kind of cool on her part. It doesn't really look like so long. That's really cool to know that that that, that, that she's bringing back the. And it's not really heavy in the action. It looks like it's much more like a suspense thriller, which I'm all for. Depending on the twists and how enjoyable the movie is, will determine on the rewatchability of it. Mm. It could be very formulaic, and you're just like, "Oh, I don't want to rewatch that yeah. because it was so." But it could be ultra satisfying in the end, where you're like, "I want to watch that again." You know? I don't know after you read the book whether or not you're going to enjoy how the story goes. Well, they could change it. Yeah. Like, for instance, I'm reading All Ceases to Appear, and I really hope that movie is completely different from the man of Cypher that I'm watching at the end of the month. All right. Paramount moved a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, they did. And then we're going to talk about Netflix. Netflix has two stories, and so I figured we'd just hit them back to back. So I, so I sent the story to Jacob. You did. Um, a bunch of stuff got moved around, but the one I'm excited about that got moved up is our good old friend Snake Eyes. It's now coming out in July. Yeah, I saw that. I'm so happy. <laughs> So I'm going to run through some movies. We're going to talk about if we have any opinions and based on stuff yeah. like that um, on them. So, for instance, Top Gun Maverick has moved from July 2nd all the way to November, November 19th. I really think this is a bad move. It, would, it, it fits so much better with the July timeline. Like We now know why it moved. It didn't want to deal with Black Widow. Yeah, for sure. It's the only reason why it it's moved. For sure. Um, it didn't give itself a best date either. No. There's a lot of movies that's coming out, but that's the choice that they made. Um, Mission Impossible 7 got moved. That, that's sad. Um, was originally supposed to release on July, May 27th, or is now scheduled to, to release on May, July 7th. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm looking at multiple dates right now. 
And then Mission, Mission Impossible 8 has been moved to November 2022 to July 7, 2023. We do know that they're no longer filming back, back to, to back, back. Because of complications going on set. Which you can hear the videos of freely on the internet if you want. <laughs> Whether or not you agree with them, they're funny as hell to listen to. <laughs> they're very interesting. Um, and so that's not shocking that it got moved. I would say that that's the one. This more. one shocked me. After everything that's been announced for it. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons also has been pushed from May of 2022, which it got moved because of yeah. Mission Impossible 7, to March 3rd, 2023. Yes, we're slating 2023 movies now. I Jesus. guess they have that much confidence in to move in a full year. <laughs> I guess so. Um, Star Trek, the next Star Trek film, which I'm going to, I don't watch Star Trek. I don't watch the TV shows, but with the quality of the television shows, why are they making movies still? They don't need to. There's no point. I was watching whatever. Discovery. That, thank you. I was watching a little bit of that and that right there <laughs> felt like a quality of a movie. It's an hour long film every time you watch it. So like, I don't really personally feel like this no, is necessary. Star Trek to me is fascinating when it comes to movies right now because apparently Quentin Tarantino has a hard rated R version of Star Trek he wants to do that that uh, that Paramount's like no 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 but then they have this one like yes 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 which is going to be written by the Fear of the Walking Dead, Dead. Kalina Vasquez Vasquez which will be released in June 9th of twenty twenty three and then we're going to jump down to some other dates as well. Jackass got moved from September 3rd because this is the weekend that Shang-Chi comes out to October 22nd, which is the weekend that Halloween Kills comes out. So, Oh, I did find something fun about Halloween Kills on the internet. I don't we'll look. talk about when we're done with this. Oh, Mission Impossible now go up against Untitled Live Action Film and, and John, John Wick 4. 4. <laughs> That's was a choice. Okay. <laughs> Snake Eyes has moved from October 21st, so 2021 to July 23rd, which gives us an exact actual, actual date of this year. Also, that means a trailer yeah, has, has to, to be coming. Because um, Hasbro Pulse had their uh, fan fest this weekend, and they revealed all the Snake Eye figures for Hasbro. So we know something's coming, because they reveal like, what Snake Eyes looks like, what Baroness looks like. So we know some- I'm just happy. I'm ready to see this movie. I'm excited. Yeah. Do you want to read the rest? No, you got it. No, no, you got it. I was reading them. You were. You were reading them. Oh, you read it. No, no, you read it. No, you read it. No, Zachary, I, I, I had the footage. You read it. Continue. The Untitled BG, B's, BG's biopic moving up to November 4th. The Shrinking of Treehorn moving to November 10th, 2023. And the Untitled Round Rounds and John Krasinski movie pushed back to November 17th, 2023. What the heck is that project? To be honest with you, it was a movie I didn't know I needed until I heard it was announced. And then I'm like, damn, really? November of 2023? That sucks. Anyway, the entire opening of Halloween Kills is online. It got leaked? The entire opening scene. It got leaked? Dang, that didn't even pop up Pumpkin on my radar. That didn't even pop up on my radar. Yeah. That must be exactly good. Normally, I get pushed. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Jacob. Spoilers for Halloween 2018. It literally just picks up right where 2018 left off. And it's the teaser when they're, when they're in the car saying, let them burn, let them burn. And then you see Halloween kills Lego in the pumpkin. I'm not lying. 
I what? It's on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Opening scene. Well, I can't click on it right now. <laughs> just because of we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to Netflix. I'm just going to delete that one. That one's unnecessary. So, this is Zachary's story. Mine's my story. You're the one who, you're the one I didn't know what happened. This is your story. Okay. So, um, that was it last night or night before? Um, Netflix, well, Variety first posted and Deadline came out after stating that Netflix and Sony have come to a multi-billion dollar deal starting in 2022 that any post-theatrical film from Sony will now be going straight to Netflix. And at the end of 2021, I think on December 31st, they're going to get a collection of Sony films for the new year, including all all of the Spider-Man films, not, not just including Tom Holland's films, including Spider-Man's 1 through 3, the main Spider-Man's 1 and 2, Into the Spider-Verse will be coming back on, on Netflix again, and Homecoming and Far From Home will be going there along with Venom, uh, Jumanji, all them, all their major projects will be going there. I think this is a huge deal because now Sony is partnering with Netflix and Disney. I think now all major Spider-Man shows that Sony wants to work on become Netflix original projects. There's a lot going on with this multi-deal fashion thing. It's fascinating to find out because Disney really could have just said, no, that's going over here to Disney Plus and you shush. But they didn't. I, I just it just also just shows once again people need to remember this spider-man is not owned by disney it is a contractual partnership between disney and sony therefore spider-man can go wherever Sony wants to go however this does nerve-wrack me a little bit about the future of spider-man within the mcu and where that could get your thoughts i think it's interesting um i don't think it's really gonna affect really anything I personally think Spider-Man content should go to Disney. I agree. Not on Netflix. And I also MC related ones. I also wouldn't greenlight anything for Netflix for like anything new. I would just continue giving Sony content to Netflix. Mm. Um, because the deal will eventually run out and then you put all your you put big high B that's not technically theirs. Kind of like Marvel, yeah. for instance. Um, when they did that, you know, it's a fun little idea at the time, but then eventually everything gets canceled. So just keep that in mind. Also, this finally gives Sony a rat, uh, an avenue to go towards. They can't find a way to put a movie out in theaters at all during pa- pandemic times. I mean, they, they now have somewhere to put it. They want to put it somewhere for streaming. They did have stars. They do have stars. They do have stars, yes. But, but you can't Netflix, really put a whole movie on. But stars. Netflix, un- unlike stars, Netflix is a wide range to use property netflix is, is is in every household you can't say the same thing about stars if i if, if i was told that ghostbusters afterlife was going to be on stars i'd be like okay i try my, I, I try my best to get it but it's like ghostbusters afterlife <sighs> along with the other ones on netflix on the day it comes out hell yeah i'll be there to watch them all back to back i mean netflix is more expensive than stars yes but you get more content over at netflix than stars stars is just straight sony projects you get that depends content. on who you talk to you get more content over at netflix I mean, I, I'm, Payne would disagree with you. That's why I say it depends on who you talk to. Payne thinks stars is the best streaming thing you can get. I'm not even joking. That that isn't like I digress. I just there's there, there's a lot going on here. It's fascinating. No, I agree. We could totally see films that we can never probably see in theaters go somewhere now, and I think that's a that's an interesting avenue that we really see yet. Because let's say Ghostbusters Afterlife doesn't hit its release date again, they could technically move it to a Netflix film. And it would work because Finn Wolfhard's part of it. Yeah. Way to promote it. 
You could say Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things season four is new film Ghostbusters Afterlife coming to Netflix. It would work. I'm not not agreeing. Also, the for the the Chris Miller, whatever that's called, the Machine movie. Oh went, yeah, went over the Netflix. Yeah, that was a Sony original mm. or to begin with, and then they sold it. So yeah, but Netflix is buying everything. Jacob, you know about the story more more about the story more than I do. So. Knives Out, which became a lot of people's staple Thanksgiving film, as it does radiate Thanksgiving. It just does. And also, that sweater deserves to be watched yearly. <laughs> it does. It truly does. That's not an accent. <laughs> nope, just that sweater. <laughs> um, and so Netflix decided that they were going to buy, for $450 million, the next two sequels, not nine, which were Greenwood. Nine were Greenwood, but only two were being... Like yeah, currently, it makes more sense when you see when you, when you see that money wise, like yeah, production wise, yeah. that they were going to do two more at least. Um, nine were in the talk, so for um, Netflix, bought out the next two. So, the next two films when they come out, which one was supposed to come out this Thanksgiving, so we'll see if that will come out on Netflix during Thanksgiving time. I think it would be a real crime <laughs> if they don't release them on Thanksgiving. So we will see what they decide to do. Or instead of us not getting the first, uh, of us not getting the next one, that they say on Thanksgiving, you can watch Knives Out on Netflix. Well, yeah, I mean, I would be something. If they can't it's on Amazon out, Prime right now. If you, so. if you can't put out the sequel on Thanksgiving Day, you could say, well, hey, what, we're, playing that, we're playing Knives Out, the first one on Netflix. Yeah, what I mean is that I really hope that they don't, they're like, the next one comes out in May. I agree. It needs it, to stay. It's a Thanksgiving it's a film. Movie. It's a holiday movie. These and Knives Out wasn't even intentionally a holiday movie. It just, it just turned into a holiday movie. Now was Knives Out Sony's project? I don't actually know who uh, produced because Knives it Out. Would, it would make sense going forward with both stories that you know first would be Knives Out, and then they was like, well, you know what? We like you very much. We'll just bring up the rest of your projects. Was it Sony? Brian Johnson. Um. Okay. Hold on. It's not gonna tell us. It is. I just had to type in company. Uh, Lionsgate. Okay. There you go. See? Just had to find it. Oh, yeah. Lionsgate's going to be selling a whole bunch of shit for sure. I need to. Lionsgate's going to make cheap horror films from the time now until they are officially DOA. They're no longer the Hunger Games. No, they were. No. No, they weren't. Watch Chaos Walking. And Hellboy. All right. Moving on to... Falcon and Winter Soldier. Episode 3 was Sharon's episode. Episode 4 was Batshit Crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I told my brother this last night. It's crazy to think that, you know, at this point, we'd still have like three episodes left of, or four left of WandaVision. We only got two left, pal. <laughs> I would also like to mention, um, also, by the way, if anybody was curious, episode 4 of um, Falcon. Of WandaVision mm -hmm. was the going backwards in time, like the previously on episode. Yeah. So that's what we would just experience. With Falcon and Soldier, I'm going to talk about this is all spoilers, by the way. So you have to watch a TV show to know what we're talking about. Or you could just be here for the conversation, which is cool. You don't have to watch a TV show, but spoilers. Um, For Disney to do what they did at the end, not killing Lamar, um, which was shocking. But, but here's the thing. I have a thing about Lamar, but we'll get to it when you're done. Okay. I do, I do think he's dead, if that's what you're about to say. I do think he's dead. 
he wouldn't pan back to the guy unless something else is confirmed. Yeah, I have a feeling I think the wind got knocked out of him. No, I have a feeling that they're like, yeah, dude, he's dead. So let's pan back to him and show him, like, yeah, he is dead. Like they're just trying to really show us what was going through his mind at the time. It's Marvel. <laughs> he's dead. Zachary, they literally murdered someone with the shield. I'm pretty sure he's dead. But the oh, shot yeah. of the shield with the blood is so horrifyingly beautiful. It's and to know that Disney put it out, I would also, you know, I don't, no, we won't go there. I'm going to go somewhere, but I decided not to. I was just, I'm going to go. Why is it that Love Victor, which has gay content, can be put on Disney Plus, but we can show people getting murdered with the shield of hope? <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> Sorry, I digress. I'm just saying this felt very TVMA it was, for Marvel. It was, it was, and, and the worst part of what you're saying is that they didn't show it happening, but the act of the shield being used as a bludgeoning weapon. And then also seeing the blood of the hand. We've seen blood in Marvel movies, though. That's no, not, no, no. Not like, new. like, this was, like, aggressive. Like, this was, he is dying. We are murdering. This felt very Winter Soldier fight scene, Civil War fight scene-esque. And I love the contrast. Um, Someone put the Civil War scene when... When Cap uses the shield to fight Iron Man to yeah. this, and seeing you know Steve does the exact same shot of pulling the shield over, but what he does did not do kill Tony. He realizes to be the to be the smart, be the person that he is, and not do the wrong thing. But and and you have to, and I always and I, no one's talking about this either. When you look at John's neck, you see the puncture wound when you put the serum in. Also, something else that John does in this episode that I found to be very fascinating is the head tilt. Did anybody else realize he did the head tilt? The more I see of this guy, the more I want to know about him. I guarantee you the next episode is going to start with a hearing with him in front of a court saying, we gave you this mantle for a reason and you just abused its power. Thank you. He's going to get and try to get the shield back. I don't know. I don't actually think so. I, I have a strong feeling that that's not going to be the case. Weirdly enough, I feel like the repercussions for this are going to be small. And I think it's a I think it is a conversation. So what you think the garbage from the wipe it away and saying it never happened? Yep. Saying it was all fake? Yep. Saying that this it is was a stage performance. To show it's not how... it's not an important move like and then we're gonna have, I'm assuming, protests and type of thing. Why not? Or they could this be really st stupid dark. A white guy in a in, in a cap in an American suit with the shield bludgeons a guy, nothing happens to him. But let's say in the next episode, Sam kills somebody on accident and they get on his ass for everything. No, I don't think so. I think be a good counter. I think Sam is not going to kill anybody. I, on accident. No, no. I personally, out of this whole entire TV show, we've been having this long conversation. First, I got to ask you the million dollar question. Huh? Would you take the super soldier serum? Fuck no. After watching what happened to him, you have to understand it was so. It's so. It's so different with Steve. He was in a controlled place with a controlled substance going through him with the man who created it. He knew exactly how much to give him. John just went all willy-nilly with it. Yeah, but John was also a psychopath before he took it. We don't know that. Zachary, he, I, he has never given me a good vibe. I've never got a good vibe. Zero vibes were given. None of them were great. You know, I, I, I don't – I'm not upset with either Carly or John and the scenarios that they were going through. John's been put in a in, in a you know in a society where the government 
Are you defending John Walker right now? I'm not. The, I'm not defending the actions that he's taking. I'm just defending on the fact that he has to do what the government tells him to do. And I'm sorry. If a, you grab the, I'll let you finish. But unfortunately, it's just the name of the game right now. In the time where you know, the GRC, who is entitled entirely the government of the situation right now, feels that they can get away with anything and nothing will happen to them. And John's part of that. Whereas with Carly, you know, when the show started, I was I was fully against the Flash Smashers. Now I'm for them. I understand where they're going through. I understand why they feel the way they do. Five years ago, no one's there. As soon as the blip happens, they get pushed to the side. I understand that completely. Mm -hmm. um, and then that, that conversation between Lamar and John before they take the serum, when he asked him to take the serum or not. And, you know, John was talking about, you know, we did things in Afghanistan that we could go change it. We'd do it right now. Now we've now done with the serum. Yeah, but I took that as I didn't. I I I didn't take that as that way. I did. I didn't. I took it as a. I am a cocky person. No. Also, I took it as blood will equal like reward. No. I did not take it as. What I liked about it was because Lamar and John's conversation is the exact opposite of what Sam and Carly's was. It was trying to get to a more you know compromisable situation how to bring it down with talking whereas with john it's all about the violence he wants you know to show the world that hey words don't work anymore you have to use physical acts to get your point across and that's what he did that's why he took the serum he took the serum out of anger and wanted to prove a point that just be in, in the line he gives after the normal logic kick his ass yeah yeah no he didn't have any super soldier serum yeah on. i feel like his i think his 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 little pride got a little um his pride got hurt got real hurt because the Dorma logic, by the way, also awesome. I feel like he says that partially because of the fact that they were women. Um, you could see it in his face. No, I do. No, I feel it. He just got his ass kicked, and his and his no. pride was hurt. There was nothing to do with the women. I have a feeling. Why? I just feel it. I feel. I know that person. I know a John Walker. That's exactly how the John Walker that I know, who acts a lot like that John Walker, would react. That's just pushing it too far. That's not been mentioned at all during the show. I'm just saying what I'm saying, Zachary. Get I, it. I don't agree with that at all. It's okay. You've said a lot of things tonight that I don't agree with, so that's okay. Um, let's say one more when we get to the commentaries. Um, but uh, I just, I don't know. This show continuous, continuously unevokes my expectations. I was expecting the show to be one thing, and it's the exact opposite, and I love that. It's a very different kind of show. And the Zemo stuff to me is just fascinating. The stuff they're doing with Zemo and how he, you know, what's Zemo going to do now now that he's gone? Like, mm -hmm. what's going what's to happen? Yeah, what is Zemo going to do? It's not like I would know. Oh, right. I do know. Yeah, that's true. I don't, but I don't know if it's something that's going to happen here or it's going to happen in other places. I don't know where that would be. Oh, right. I do know the answer to that question as well. Hey, Jake, what are your opinions and thoughts? Well, what was your opinions on thoughts of the episode beforehand? Three? Yeah, three. Or 20, both. Like, what you, would you think? I really liked the Magipore episode. So did I. I mean, you were like, freaking out about, like, well, literally hysterically. I was hysterically. thinking about Magipore. Magipore was something crazy to think about. It's a spar where Logan holds out. We still don't know who the power broker is. And so, you know, they're, they're, they're adding things up. Now, the power broker's not going to be Wolverine, obviously. That'd be like, what the fuck moment. In a, in I still a, think it's Sharon. 
And I don't think so. The more and more she is around these people, the more and more I'm like, it has to be Sharon. Uh, She's walking through guards. Why? She has this evil lair. Why? She has satellites. How the fuck does she have satellites? She's a freaking... It's, it's what it is. No. It is what it is. Get over it. It's just that one. That one. They can give us one. They can give us a queer one. Also, speaking of different things that happened in episode four, not episode three. Sorry, episode three. You're just last week, you know. Old news. Um... Uh, there were five vials missing. Out of all the ones that are destroyed, five are still out there. They were all injected into people. No, eight were injected into people. There's 20 made. And then the there were 14 that she had left. That You would have to look at the math. We didn't see Zemo. We saw Zemo destroy them, but we, but we didn't see where no, Zemo went afterwards. What, what I mean, that's not what I mean. Like when she opens up the packet or whatever, there's five missing from the one she took that she did not give to other people. Like if you do the math, there's actually like five that are not in play right now. Okay. So that the obviously the question would be, where are they? Obviously. I don't think that's the concern right now. I think it's a concern. That's five super soldiers <laughs> running around. Could be. I do have a theory, but I'm not. I don't want, I I'm not playing that game. I don't want to know any of your theories because I, 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 it's not about Zemo. Zemo's the only thing I know spoiler for. Oh, get over yourself, Sire. So, Jacob, what have you been watching? Oh, hold on. I'm not. Episode four, I really liked. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I liked the messages of the episode. I really liked the conversation between Carly and Sam. I really liked the action sequences. Dormage was beautiful. So cool. Enjoying it quite also, a bit. The fucking opening of this episode. Holy uh, shit. My only thing that took me out of the episode. It's okay. Get over it. Every, not everything's perfect, Zach. I know. So don't. Because not everything's perfect. And I would say the only thing that I'm noticing about this that I did not notice was WandaVision. And so we'll see. But I don't think it's going to be the same thing with Loki either, to be honest with you. And that is the fact that the locations that they're using, not the places they're going, but the actual locations that they're visiting, all look the same. There wasn't a unique location, which makes it just stand out from like, since I like to study this stuff, it was a cheap choice, is all, is all I mean. And so... You didn't think Magipore was unique? No, like, but not Magipore. Magipore was unique. I, now, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the places they went in Magipore, like the random warehouses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a thousand of those so far in the, in the series, and that's what I mean. I mean, they could be doing a little bit more to elevate where they're where they're going. Even, like, Zemo's, like, hideouts that he likes to have, which is just fucking hilarious. Um, they all seem very similar, and they also don't seem as rich as he makes himself out to be, which is very funny commentary on Zemo. But like, I don't think that's what the TV show is like trying to do. Well, boy, your boy had a great opening to the episode. Talk about it. So also, Wakanda was used. Um, Sebastian Sand did a phenomenal acting job, like Oscar worthy <laughs> of it. So good. It was a phenomenal when acting she job. Says you're free. I could feel it. <laughs> phenomenal. I do find it really funny that it happened out in the middle of the wilderness. I think it makes sense for what they were doing. So, I mean, I completely get it. But I would love to see a little bit more of Wakanda. You have to remember, he was outside of Wakanda. He wasn't in the city. He was being no, in no, the, no. the farms. What, 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 uh, they weren't even in the farms. They were straight out in, like, let's go to the woods. Well, maybe they were in some place no, no, I, I, I said it made sense, Zachary. I'm just, stop. Yeah, stop. 
Use Mac because I'm critiquing. You're critiquing very small things. Yeah. That's what happens when the show's that good. It's that you critique the small things. Every show can improve, and that's all I'm saying. That's it. I agree. Okay. 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 I don't know. I it's... Also, the costumes, like, this was the first episode that I realized Ballastar's wearing, like, a security vest. And I was like, <laughs> that is a choice. <laughs> like, on, like, I think the costume, but I think that was, I think that was very important and to the point. And so it didn't, it wasn't like a, it was more like a, wow, I didn't never, I didn't realize that also, you. Also, the shot of behind John and Sam, they walk in together, and all I see is the back of John's suit, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Captain America and Falcon walking into their material place again. But then the turns around, the Mr. Up guy, I'm like, darn. <laughs> um, for episode three, I really liked the fight choreography. I was a very big fan of Sharon. Sharon was a badass. Um, I miss. But, but, but Zemo. Zemo. Zemo was the problem. For me, yeah. For that episode, I would he say the problem. Um, now that I'm over it, I'm fine. Like it's not a problem. But when I watched it initially, um, that was fine. Obviously, it, it caused the whole movement. <laughs> Literally, it was so funny. I watched someone go. It took 1,334 days to get to the release from tweeting the release Snyder cut to release the Snyder cut. Six days it took for the Zemo cut to come out. <laughs> Zemo is just not the character that the MCU introduced. I'm getting over it. I am. I'm getting over it. Civil War, if you don't know, is one of my favorite like MCU films of all time, which is why I personally felt personally attacked, I think, about Zemo, just because it, it just did not reflect the character that we met there and or the story that he was telling. He also, uh, I'm not going to say what. It's, yep, just let me talk. And so also, also, the mask. You cannot use a supervillain mask just to throw in a sun devil. And that's, <laughs> and that's exactly what they're doing. And it's a choice. And it's a choice I don't like. Once he puts on that mask, he's got to... I mean, the actor's so good. And so I get it. Oh, but like... Brutal, man. It's fucking phenomenal. And which is why, you know, he's a rich billionaire. Sure. Whatever. He's so good. He can do all these fight things. Yeah, sure, I'll believe it. He does this. Sure, I'll, I'll believe it. And that's all because the actor. That's not because of the writing. No, because I think the just I think the I don't I think the writing really underdid itself with Zemo in episode four, episode three. Episode four, now that, now that he is the character that they made him out to be, he's great. But you know what I loved more about episode four than the past three? I love the fact that the show dropped the comedy. I love the fact that they dropped the buddy comedy aspect between Bucky and Bucky and uh, Sam. I love that they dropped the comedy thing about Zemo. I thought episode it, four was hilarious. There's parts of that that were so funny. No, but it dropped it dropped unnecessary comedy. I don't think so. Yeah, it did. To me, it did. It dropped unnecessary comedy that we didn't need. I I, I didn't need banter back and forth between Bucky and Sam. At this point, we don't need it anymore. It's a serious situation. They were getting used to each other. Now they're used to each other. They, don't, they, they can drop it if they want to. It doesn't need to be a serious buddy cop movie. I'm just happy that we're getting back to what I think where Winter Soldier and Civil War Civil War strive better, and it's when there are more serious dramas about what's going on in the world. That's where Winter Soldier and Civil War work best. And that's where Falcon and Sol Falcon Winter Soldier work best. It feels like a continuation of that story. Cool. All right, Zachary, what have you been watching? 
Um, I watched a movie about a monkey and a lizard. I don't know if you did. I I did a, not. It, 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 I watched the movie about a monkey and a lizard that fucking the end. I don't think it was the same movie, though. No, mine was a fan-edited movie about just a straight stuffed animal, lizard, and monkey fighting each other in a bedroom. Oh. It was weird. It grossed like $300 million, though. I don't know how that happened. Oh, good for it, though. I, uh, yeah, we're talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, my. They do not fuck in the end. Oh, just my Godzilla. I unabashedly love this movie. This movie is so good. Is it stupid? Yes. Does the story make sense? No. Is it fun? Yes. <laughs> Watching Godzilla laugh at beating Kong is one of the funniest things I'll never forget seeing in a theater. It's just him going like this. Because he got the upper <laughs> Now, remember, we are talking about this without spoilers. Then I'm going to stop talking because I can't do that. That's perfectly fine. I'm just letting you know it is a fresh movie. This isn't like it's a movie that's been out for 10 years. People have not seen it yet. I'll be, uh, not, then I'll be quiet. It's all. Go I, see it. Yeah. Just do it. That's fine. What else have you been watching? Um, I watched Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. And ever since watching – so I also watched Kong Skull Island with Mom and Tim. <laughs> I've now gone by and watched the previous two. After watching this, I have to say this movie, Godzilla vs. Kong, elevates the other ones. Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters is a lot more fun now, knowing where it leads to. Same thing with Kong Skull Island. And Kong now is just my favorite monster verse per, person to watch. He's just more fun to watch. Godzilla is just a lizard that does this. <laughs> and then runs. That's basically Godzilla. Um, let's see. Uh, I started a new TV show. And what'd you start? I started the IT crowd. Or the It Crowds, it's called. It's a British comedy. And it is just dry humor at its best. The two main characters, uh, the one the one, the one, one guy is from Bridesmaids. It's, um, oh, I forget his name. Uh, and then they have Moss, who is the guy with the, with the crazy curly hair. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I have to do this today. And he's just so dry about it. They tell, they tell a great story about them hiring a bunch of strippers, not fucking them, and taking them to a... <laughs> taking them to a uh, to a carnival and just having a great time paying him half. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I started watching that. I continued, but the show I want to talk about that needs to be talked about is Star Trek Discovery. I slept on the show. I slept on the show. This show has made me cry. It's made me laugh. I have not been this invoked in a sci-fi in a sci-fi thing since Star Wars: The Clone Wars. This is better than any Star Wars thing I've watched in the past year. It's better than Mandalorian. It's written better. The, the characters are better throughout. But what I love about the most is that each character gets a moment to shine. Every character has a has something going on in their lives that I care about. From Saru to Tilly to Stamets, everybody. And this is the best I've seen the girl from, Fear the, from The Walking Dead. She is so good in the show. She fits the best here. But the one thing I don't like, and he just got introduced, so I have to get some time, is Spock. Oh, yeah. Spock's weird. Because Spock's got a low voice. I'm so used to hearing... That's not true, Spock. That's not true, Captain Kirk. Logically, we like this. But he's like, logically, it's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, like the beard and all that. I kind of get rid of it. He gets next season. <laughs> it's weird, but it just—I've grown to really like Star Trek while, while being here. Next generation, a lot of fun too. Um, I—I want to start Picard again. So I'm done with my rewatch of Next Generation. Start Picard again. I just—I. This show is so good. Now I understand where people don't like it because it's not true to Star Trek. Because a bunch, there's a lot of violence in the show, 
and it deals with all that punk stuff. But I think the coolest part about it is that there is a – I don't even know about the – there's a gay romance in this, in this show from the beginning to where we are right now. Not even talked about. It's just there, and it's a, and it's a focal point to where the show is going. It's beautiful how they do it. And it's just – it's so well done. It's absolutely so well done. And, hey, our boy from Inhumans, the guy who couldn't, the guy who couldn't talk, gets to talk in this show, Jacob, and he can talk good. He's not being held by his powers and not being able to talk. He can talk great in this show. He's great in the show. Also, I think females are used very well in this show. The fucking costume and makeup in the show is stupid. And you, it's like, it's like you said, I'm watching an hour-long movie every time I watch an episode. I love it. It's my favorite thing I found so far in 2021. I love Discovery so much. Cannot wait to continue it. Um, let's see what else. Trying to think. Caught up on my achievement hunter, which I know you guys don't care about because it's not movie or TV related. It's just for me personally, it's something that's keeping me maintained. Um, I watched a week away. Well, minus apparently what was a really bad opening. I watched the rest of the week away. Go watch a week away just to say you've watched a week away. It's a good movie. The music in it's really good, but there is a scene in this movie, guys, that'll make you laugh from ear to ear. Oh, it's funny. Um, let's see what else. I think that's it. Cool. Oh, and I also watched me watch uh, Castle in the Sky. I loved it. Loved it a lot. It was really, really good. Great mm-hmm. voice cast. You missed one. Did I? You did. Oh, nobody. I saw nobody. Nobody was good. That shows you how much you like nobody. I like Christopher Lloyd in Nobody. The movie was good. Okay. The movie was okay. But Christopher Lloyd was fantastic. <laughs> so... When I told you that was in the theater, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> So I watched Nobody, which I liked. I watched Godzilla vs. Kong, which I really liked. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll really like it when I watch it again, but I, I will be watching it for a second time. I watched a little bit of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, we watched the first episode of Invincible, which I've already talked about, so I won't mention it here. Um, we I watched Shameless. Currently going through Shameless right now. Um, I watched Hide and Seek, which was weird. Did it hold up? No. 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 The acting was phenomenal, though. Yeah. On a side note. But, yeah. And it was because I knew the twist. If you didn't know the twist, yeah, I'm sure sure it would hold up just fine. (laughs) But I knew the twist, so it... Yeah. Uh, I genuinely don't know... What else I've been watching? You watched Castle in the Sky? I didn't really pay attention to that, though, so I don't really have a value. The animation in that movie was beautiful. It's also a Studio Ghibli movie, so you don't expect it to be, like, meh. I didn't really... All I know is that, like, what I did watch of it, I didn't really like it, um, which is which is okay. Um, I slept through Lego Movie Part 2. Oh, I forgot I watched that, too. I watched A Week Away, <laughs> which... Send, ends up having much more room in my brain than I think it deserves. Mom, but I stop saying the damn song. <laughs> but uh, it is there. My it's in my brain. Um, I think that's that's possibly it. Can I watch more than you. Yeah, I don't really watch television. Is the thing. I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched WandaVision. I did. Why did you watch WandaVision? I watched the final episode again. again? Yeah. 
You. Don't be ashamed. Say it loud. Say it proud. I did. I, I said I watched it. I was maybe proud and whatever. <laughs> um, I think that's everything. I know I didn't watch anything else, like movie wise. I'm gonna go see The Unholy this week, and then also I'm gonna go see uh, Voyagers, which I decided not to go and see. That's fine. Most people think it's horrible. And yeah, I'm very excited to figure out why. <laughs> Moral of the story, I'm seeing this. Why is it PG-13 and why is it horrible? Probably because it's PG-13. That's, this is, yeah, that's, that's probably the answer. Um, let's see here. TV-wise, did I start anything else? I feel like I started another television show. Oh, I'm watching ER. Oh, yeah, you are. And I'm loving ER. ER is great. Oh, MasterChef and Spring Baking Championship. Oh, I did watch. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Master Chef. We had full of Master Chef. <laughs> Master Chef was fine. That was that was a it was fine. Um let's see here. Nope, that nope, that's all caught up. Oh, and you watch you did you watch you watch Punisher? Yeah, I talked about that though. Uh I also I watched the first episode How to Get Away with Murder. I also watched the first episode Ooh. of Into the Badlands. Um okay, two shows I want to ask. I've I've seen both pilots. What'd you think? They were fine. I already seen the pilot for uh, How to Get with Murder. What do you think of In the Badlands? It was actually it was more under the list of like what I was kind of looking for. I just I don't have time. It, but it's got it's got you though, right? Like it's intriguing. Yeah, I just don't know if I'll I'll go back to it or not because I just don't have time. It the, for me the show started out strong. It's just a, as, as as seasons progressed, I kind of forgot what the show was about, and so it kind of lost its. Edge. Same thing with the other one that they did a couple of years ago, the country, uh, the Western one that I really liked from them. Hell on Wheels mm-hmm. started out strong, and then it just kind of whimpered away. Yeah, I expect that sometimes not from AMC. Like they start out great, you'll 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 you'll, you'll have that one epiphany. Oh, Zachary, what? We did watch two other movies. Did we? Oh yeah, I, we watched Justice League. Yeah, we, oh, we also watched. Yeah, I'm getting. We watched Justice League, which was one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. It's so bad. And then we watched The Happening. Which, to be honest with you, isn't a horror. I mean, it's a pretty bad movie, but like, it's more like a movie of like, why did I waste an hour? Like, there's no point. There was no, there's no it's point. One of the best jokes in the movie ever. <laughs> was that a joke? Oh, <laughs> uh, you had to be there now. <laughs> All right, moving on. It's also the first commentary week in movie bros history. We actually went backwards to hear a lot. We did, and that was that joke, <laughs> which. Was a choice we made. Speaking of commentaries, Jacob's been wondering, you've been wondering. We're finally going to give you guys our picks for April 2021. The first one will be on Sunday, April 11th. It is my choice. And he somehow took that, I guess. No, it was my choice originally, and then you took it away from me. It wasn't me. really so your I'm choice. taking it right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to keep on with the keep on. My first pick of April 2021 is. Batman and Robin. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, so we're going to play this game. Oh, I didn't realize we were playing this game. I'm doing one bad and one good, like you told me to do. So All we're right. starting out with the bad. All right. We're doing Batman and Robin. All right. This makes me rethink something. And my second pick. Which will be happening the the second, the third, the fourth week, of the last week of April. Is Hell or High Water. Now are you com- now yes. is that your definite one? Yep. Uh, all the movies that we could watch together. Yeah. 
that's the one you want my opinion through the whole way? That's the one. Hell or high water. You know, I'm thinking about this a little bit more. That's a bad idea. Um, I had a backup, and here's my backup. We're going to watch The Dark Knight Rises. Also very interesting, but okay. I, I would I would much prefer to watch that. Um, It'll be fun. I think that's a much better call. I'm, I'm also surprised. It's a long ass movie. <laughs> I was surprised you chose Dark Knight Rises because I it's it's the one of the three I've not seen in forever. I think it'd be fun. Ooh, actually, technically, you could choose Mortal Kombat 2021. Why? It would be out. Comes out that day. Yours is not till that day. Yeah, but so then it might change Mortal Kombat when we get to it. I don't want to say Mortal Kombat like, like what Godzilla vs. Kong until I watched it. I've seen Godzilla vs. Kong twice now. We I, will I, be watching, we'll it, watching again, it again. I, but... just, I don't want to ruin it. So Mortal Kombat, I want to wait till I see it. If I like it, then I'll say we'll do it or not. Okay, well, moral story. Anybody overseas says it's the best thing since, like, like <laughs> blind. Like, since, like, bread. <laughs> like, if you like Mortal Kombat, you, there's no words. That's what overseas is saying. So I have a feeling this is going to be just fine, Zachary. All right. My movie on Thursday, the 15th, April 15th, uh-huh. possibly. It's going to be another one of those days, isn't it? Possibly. We'll see. This might end up getting moved um, to either earlier in the week or later in the week. We'll much, see. Much like real movies, we keep moving them. <laughs> well, it's just because Thursday I'm seeing two movies in theaters, and so we'll decide if I want to come home to watch another bad movie. You know, it just depends on what my, my body can take in one day. So I have two picks for this day, so it's uh, going to be up to what I ever choose. Uh-huh. This is not the bad one, so he can... He can <laughs> And can I just these. know one of those picks is going to hurt my soul. It is. <laughs> oh, I'm picking a good one for whatever full soul I'm hurting. So, we have either Catwoman, Halle Berry, which if he chose Batman and Robin, yeah, you know, there's I, a good I, chance I, that Catwoman I, won't happen. <laughs> we also have the Raptor Pastor. I forgot. Which I think will be a great time. So there's a good Can you say the title again real quick. It's like the Raptor Pastor. <laughs> Honestly, no, I feel like that's what we're gonna watch. Um, it's truly a bad movie. Uh Pastor, that's a Raptor. <laughs> that that is true. Oh no, Zachary, no, you'd be right. So then we would watch Dark Knight Rises, my choice is the last week of April. Yeah. It's because of how the schedule. Yeah. And then my second choice, well, um, I chose that. I told Zachary I would not pick a movie that would disturb him until May. I lied, as I do. I know what it is. I decided that I want him to experience. I know it. Say it. Ari Oster's possible Midsummer. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm twitching inside. My arm, I can't move my arm, Jake. I can't move my arm. No. Oh, I thought mine were bad. I should go with Hell High Water to go against you, you mother. Oh, Mitz, oh, I'm going to die. This is my last recording with me and Movie Bros. I'm so sorry. Here's my last one. Testament makes the podcast lives and thrives. Oh. Uh, no. I would also like to mention it's the unrated one. I don't actually know because we're gonna have to use my laptop, 
which is oh oh yes it is because i have apple tv on my playstation oh you got fucked on that one i'm sorry so uh we're watching two three-hour films back to back that's a great time i would also like to mention just because i like to give them a little revved up and for the next month may is also a horror film so i'll be down no we have two weeks before you're down we both have a choice. You have a choice. I have a choice. Oh, this hour I'm going to tell you right now, my main one's Mortal Kombat. I, I, I just need something after myself. It's making myself fat. Oh. So, yeah. I'll be able to sleep for uh, a week. Let's see here. Midsummer extended cut. I'm pretty sure clocks in about three hours. But also, Midsummer, I think it's very important to know that unlike his previous one, it's more under the lines of shocking than it's scary. Now, and then that that goes for people who don't who like just like randomly watching horror films. How long is it? Okay, let's see here. By the way, this is like one of my favorite films of all time. So, one hundred and seventy-two minutes. So that's three hours and two minutes. That's as long as it gets. Yes, but this one's going to consume disturbing realistic violence and grisly images, strong sexual content, graphic nudity, drug use, and language. I don't think Endgame had that. No. <laughs> but also, I feel like Zachary needs to understand why Florence Pugh is my favorite person in the whole world. And this is really the only thing wait, I can wait, really... Wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. This is talking more about her before we get to Black Widow? Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Well, guys, um, this has been the Weekend Movie Rose podcast. I, I, I want to get out of here. Um, as, as always, make sure to like, rate, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. As well as, you know, stick around for commentaries and such. When we talk about the Oscars, maybe. I don't know. Oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we haven't done the Oscars. <laughs> Sorry, people. We'll get around. We'll probably just cover the winners. Yeah, bye. Been a little too long. Do you have a song? What about ow, 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 ow? Oh, oh.